Welcome to the Anomalous Press Podcast, Issue 5, Episode 4. This week, we have a series of poems from Hai Dang Fan, as well as a piece by Dana P. Deal, The Collectors. For those of you interested in entering our first-ever chapbook contest, there's still time. We're accepting submissions of poetry and translation through May 15th. For more information on how you can win $500 in your very own chapbook, go to www.anomalouspress.org chapbooks. Now on to the poetry. Paper bells. The paper bells hanging from the ceiling make no sound. Summer has begun. I stand naked in the afternoon in the middle of the yard watching my shadow spray like ink from my feet a part of night. A one-story house holding 60,000 gallons of gasoline. My head is aflame throwing open the door to each blaze. My spirit can't take flight. The paper bells make no sound. Morning at O'Hare Airport. Fried coffee, elastic air, buttery smell, black trash cans, music mildly jazzy, sogginess. Airplanes taking off, Airplanes landing, I'm not glad. Escalators rolling, the crowd, compromises. Rainbows of words for advertisement, waste of color. History on television, waste of blood. Crap food, restrooms flush noisily. 1858. The camera pans the face of a mountain. Artificial light launched from the cannons of warships anchored in the Gulf of Touraine makes bats fall from the palace ceilings and blood redden the river hung. The camera's position is no accident. In 1858, it aimed to civilize this nation by the seventh art. 146 years later, we're still making serial porn. The Collectors We drive and drive and drive. I remember McDonald's Happy Meal toys and SpaghettiO dinners out of cans, and eventually end up in Maine. This is our last family vacation before I get braces with orange rubber bands, and my brother starts lying about who he hangs out with after nine, but none of us knows this yet. Maine is all wind and coastline, and we share beds and motel rooms, where mom won't let us walk on the floor and bare feet. Lice and foot fungus, our greatest enemies. I meet a boy in the parking lot who doesn't say much, but who can keep a basketball spinning on his finger for over a minute. I watch the humming basketball, and it makes me want to tell him secrets. Sometimes I think the world is held together by power lines, I almost say. Also, I chew and chew away at my left thumbnail, and sometimes I worry that I won't be able to stop. But then Dad pulls me back inside, and neither of us says anything. My family sleeps. Our scalps are clean and liceless in the morning, and I wake up with my body curled around my mother's like we're hibernating squirrels, or like she's a snail and I'm her shell. For breakfast, I am given crackers smeared in peanut butter that coats the roof of my mouth. Then, as the sun rises, we drive to the coast. I see the Atlantic for the first time, and I understand why early explorers thought the world was flat. The beach is abandoned and rocky and colorful with stones that my parents can put names to, because before my brother and I were born, they were geologists. 
we wander dazed over the shore. We are blinded by the colors and the bigness of the ocean, and by the clear jellyfish traps like large drops of water between the stones. Without saying anything, we all think the same thing. We want to take it home with us. There are rotting board signs near the road with warnings about removing parts of the beach. But my parents say that just this once, it's okay. So, our bodies bent in the shape of sevens, we fill up our pockets with pebbles and purple broken shells. We are content. We sit on the rocks, and my brother and I dare each other to wade in the water until our hair is full of seaweed and our underwear full of silt. But when we get tired, we go back to collecting broken shark teeth and clamshells we find in tide pools and washed up in the surf. We collect without thinking at first, and then with purpose. Soon our pockets bulge and we drop shells and cookie crumb trails behind us. Somehow we've gotten greedy. When our pockets are full, we open up our palms, our canvas beach bags, our plastic lunch boxes. Mom and Dad fill up two large garden buckets that they had brought in case one of us needed to puke on the winding coastal roads. We pack them with granite and quartz and oyster shells and rocks that were once part of a volcano and the shell of a dead horseshoe crab, which we balance on the very top of everything so it won't be crushed. There's nothing left to fill, and suddenly we're nervous. Mom asks Dad how often the park ranger checks this part of the beach, and he shakes his head, looking at the road. He tells us it's time to go. We carry our boxes and bags up to the van and load them in. The only place for the buckets is on the floor by the back seats, so my brother and I sit with our feet lifted up and rested on their edges. Dad starts the engine and rolls down the windows. The sun is a red stain on the water, as we follow the street lamps down the coastline, we reach the highway. We close the windows and switch on the AC, and I drift off to sleep. When I wake, we are still on the road, and the smell of salt and sea and dead sea creatures fills the van. I gag and reach for a bucket, but instead I grab the rough edge of a horseshoe crab. It stares at me with empty eyes, and I wonder what we've done. I run my hands over its back, over the point of its tail. I remember something I learned once but had forgotten, that the crabs predate man, flying insects, dinosaurs. I think about millions of years buried in the mud. I think about the slow passing on of genes and of an animal that grows a new shell, a new self, every year. I think about an entire world connected by lines. Well, that's it for our podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please consider making a tax-deductible donation on our website. Funds go to support authors, pay for bandwidth, web hosting, and production expenses. You can also support us by reading this podcast in the iTunes store, talking about us on Twitter, or liking us on Facebook. Let us know you're out there and what you think.